What's keeping you from being the best you can be? Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today we're going to be talking about anger, the misunderstood emotion. My guest today is Stefan Gonick. Stefan has been with us before. You may remember him as the soulmate attraction mentor. Stefan is an expert on finding the love you want, an EFT expert, and the founder of the Soulmate Attraction Academy. Previously, we have spoken with him about the secrets to finding amazing love and increasing the ability to receive love. And today, he's going to be helping us talk about the many faces of anger. Welcome back, Stefan. Hi, Linda. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Um, You know, as I think about anger, and certainly in the work that I do, I would say that it is really the most difficult emotion, I think, for people to to handle day in and day out, and they struggle with it on a regular basis. Um, you know, people go to anger management classes. There's no disappointment management classes. You know, there's no, you know, uh, hurt feelings management classes. There's anger management classes. So, you know, why do you think it is that anger is so difficult and so misunderstood? Well, I think Mainly it's because people have so many bad personal experiences with anger, Mm. either in their own, like you were talking about anger management classes where they feel like their own anger is very destructive, Mm -hmm. um, or more commonly, actually, is being on the receiving end of of destructive anger. Mm -hmm. You know, people may have had an angry parent or, um, you know, just been in various different situations where they experienced one of the different kinds of destructive forms of anger, and it can be scary and intimidating. And Well, there's a whole bunch of different kinds, and that's what we're going to be mm-hmm. talking about. Right. So that people generally conclude that anger is just basically a bad emotion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that sometimes that, that brings up the, the fact that they're not differentiating between the, the emotion and the behavior because they got fused early on, maybe if they had an angry parent. Well, it's not, I, I wouldn't say it's so much the emotion and the behavior, though that certainly that could be the case. If, you know, if somebody's experiencing one of the negative kinds of anger and then acts on it, then, then I would agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But I think it's actually that there are actually uh, many different kinds of anger, and we're going to get mm-hmm. into some of them in this interview. And, but that includes a very positive, healthy form of anger. Mm-hmm. So there's a particular type that is natural and healthy and good, and then there's a whole array of what you can think of as unhealthy forms of anger. Mm-hmm. And so we're going we're gonna to get into distinguishing between those two kinds. Okay, great. What, what are the different types of anger? Okay. So the first thing I'd like to do is just talk about what is healthy anger, and then okay. we're going to spend all the rest of the time talking about all the different kinds of unhealthy anger. Okay. So... We all naturally experience the emotion of anger any time we perceive something as unfair or unjust or when somebody crosses one of our boundaries. Mm -hmm. So when 
either of those things happen, something seems unfair to us or somebody's crossing a boundary, our natural response is anger. <laughs> and just like when we experience a loss, a natural response is sadness. Right. So there's a, there's a, it's a very natural thing. The purpose of healthy anger is to give us sort of the energy, that emotion gives us the energy, the sense of personal power to stand up for ourselves and be assertive and to let the person know that what they're doing is not okay. Mm -hmm. So it's basically uh, provides the fuel for us to be able to have a boundary. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's doing something that's unfair, we go, excuse me, that's not okay with me, and you just Mm -hmm. stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Or if they're crossing a boundary, same thing. Hey, you're crossing my boundary. It's not okay. I need you to stop doing that. It, so it gives rise, if you will, to a healthy no. It's a healthy no, exactly. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about a healthy no, saying no to somebody else and having a boundary, is you're really taking care of yourself. So you're saying mm-hmm. yes to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, my needs count. You know, this right. is unfair. It's not okay with me. And my needs count. So I'm saying no to what you're doing. So that's what... Um, a good, healthy anger is, and it's not. It doesn't involve yelling and screaming. Mm-hmm. It, it just involves being assertive. And, right. You know. The, you know. Our voice may be raised a bit. You know. But it's more that we sound serious and assertive. Like, it's like, hey, you know, what you're doing, it's not okay with me. I need you to stop. It's not okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the basic message of healthy anger. Um, one of the other versions of unhealthy, destructive anger that people encounter a lot is, and this happens lots of times with a parent, is a, a form of anger that is, feels a very loud, yelling and screaming, like, like a red eyes, you know, kind of red-faced. Mm-hmm. And it feels violent, even if the person's not actually physically being violent, it feels mm-hmm. violent. Um, you know, and I, I think that if it's a child, they never know, you know, could it turn violent? Well, behavior. that's just it. There's this energy of violence. So there's mm-hmm. this fear. It's very scary and intimidating. Mm-hmm. And there's this fear that, yeah, it could be violent. You know, this person, mm-hmm. this parent who seems semi out of control could go fully out of control and, and actually get physical. And that kind of anger that a lot of us grow up with uh, is a very destructive kind. And the basic uh, motivation for it is a form of intimidation and manipulation to try and make somebody do what you want. Mm-hmm. So that particular form of unhealthy anger, which is the most common one we encounter, is when you think about it, it's almost the polar opposite of healthy anger, right? Mm-hmm. Healthy anger is, is about saying no, it's a boundary, you know, and you just stop doing what you're doing. And this destructive, sort of aggressive, violent anger is the opposite. It's about you will do what I want you to do. I am going to intimidate you into doing what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. And that is very unhealthy. And as a child, we will either, well, it's always scary. Even as mm-hmm. an adult, it can be very scary. And we will either cringe and, you know, become submissive, or it might trigger our own anger and we'll fight back, you know, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, right? It, right, right. It's a, it's a bat, it brings up battle, battle mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. And then what happens for a lot of people, by the way, is if they have that kind of battle energy in themselves and there's, sort of a, a group of us that have that kind of energy, we'll, we, will, we will kind of have a feeling that it's not okay, so then we'll suppress it. We'll try and hold mm-hmm. it inside, 
and it'll build up and build up and build up until finally we explode and do something we really regret, which mm-hmm. then sort of confirms to us that, oh, yeah, see, anger is bad. I, I need to right. not have anger. And, and it becomes uh, reinforcing in that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, those are sort of the two most common, the, 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 well, the polarity that, mm-hmm. you know, the most common form of unhealthy anger versus what healthy anger is. So basically, uh, you know, that's sort of the contrast that most people tend to be aware of because we have a lot of experiences with that. Right. The other forms of anger we're going to talk about are more subtle. But I'd like, to, I'd like to talk about kind of working with healthy anger for ourselves. Okay. Okay. So, you know, you know people listening to this might go, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. Healthy anger is about being assertive and, and having a boundary. That, that sounds good. But, you know, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a few things we can do to kind of work with that. Part of it is in the moment. Mm-hmm. So healthy anger, like I say, if something, if somebody's doing something that feels unfair or crossing a boundary, uh, we feel the anger and we want to be able to then speak up, use that energy of that anger to speak up and to have the boundary. Say, you know, hey, what you're doing is not okay. I need you to stop. That's the basic mm-hmm. message. We might add other words, but that's the basic message, right? Mm-hmm. Now, for some people, because they grew up with a lot of unhealthy anger and they deny anger as an emotion in a sense, like I don't want to feel anger, they're denying themselves the ability to be assertive, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that we want to work on, and it could be scary, and especially in the beginning. Right. I would imagine it's really scary because, you know, people have been violated and they've been sort of taught or trained, if you will, that it's dangerous, it's scary, and, you know, you're going to be hurt or some, yes. some message in that, in that way. Well, especially if you had an angry parent. You know, if you try right. to be assertive with the angry parent, they'll smash you down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot of people, uh, it, well, actually, I, I tend to have, well, two categories of clients. The ones who have a very hard time expressing any anger at all, mm-hmm. especially this healthy kind, I have to help them overcome their fear and discomfort of expressing anger because they have so many bad experiences with their parents' anger. Right. And so we kind of cheerlead them on. We do exercises where we think about past injustices, mm-hmm. right, and unfairnesses, and you sort of kind of imagine that person in front of you, and you just practice saying that, you know, just these phrases, like, <clears throat> you know, this thing you did, maybe you'll name it, you know, when you did mm-hmm. such and such, you know, that wasn't okay, and, you know, I, I need to stop, and I'm angry about that. So you mm-hmm. use the word angry, and you just, get, you just practice being strong like that. And it and does we, take a lot of practice, I think, for many people. It you does. know, sometimes they can't even imagine what the appropriate words to say would be. That's right. So, uh, and that's why I give that as a model. For anybody who, who has a really hard time being assertive and standing up for themselves, here are the words to use. You know, what you're doing is not okay with me, and I need you to stop. You know, mm-hmm. that's the basic, un, you know, primary message of healthy anger. Uh-huh. So, and, you know, if you're practicing, you might want to add in the description of what they're doing. Right. Right. So be when you did X, uh, that's not okay with me. I need you to stop. Right. And you just, and for, for practice purposes, I encourage people to, to just keep repeating those three things. When you did X, whatever it is, it's 
that's not okay with me. I need you to stop. And I just keep saying it. Okay, that's great. Now say it louder. Mm-hmm. And for mm-hmm. practicing by yourself and getting over your discomfort of expressing anger, I'll keep encouraging somebody to get louder, louder, louder until they're yelling at the top of their voice. Uh-huh. Not to say that's something they would ever do with a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right. more like to overcome your, uh, somebody's extreme discomfort to expressing anger, we want to kind of break through by going to the extreme of being able to mm-hmm. kind of yell it in a therapeutic setting, right? Right. Make it bigger, if you will. Yeah, you exaggerate yeah. it uh-huh. to kind uh-huh. of get past the point of discomfort. And the people who do that, what they discover is that when it comes time in real life to really do it, they're able to be assertive. They're not right. going to yell and scream, but it's, mm-hmm. they're not scared to be assertive anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that can be really yeah. helpful. I think I think that's so helpful to to focus on on helping people practice and learn um, how to do it, and then maybe when we come back from our break, we can talk for a minute or two about helping them learn that it's okay to do it and when you should do it. You know, sometimes people I find don't even know that they have a right to do that. So um, We'll, uh, we'll maybe touch base on that when we come back from our break. And my guest today is Stefan Gonick, and we are talking about anger, the misunderstood emotion. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you happy with your financial life or are you like most people underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's DrSanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
Welcome back, everybody. We are visiting today with my guest, Stefan Gonick, and he is educating us about the many faces of anger and how it's often misunderstood. And just before the break, Stefan, I just wanted to touch briefly on the idea of, of people really understanding the idea that they have a right to be angry and they have a right to feel however they feel, when a a boundary is violated or when their feelings are disregarded or when when people act as if they don't matter. I think I see a a lot of people in my practice where it doesn't, they don't even know. That's where our starting point is. You have a right to stand up. Right. So like I said sort of a little before is that there's actually two categories of people, people who have a hard time expressing anger Mm-hmm. and then people who are quick to anger, which will be the next thing I talk about. So right now we're talking about the people who have a hard time expressing anger or be, and being assertive. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that tends to be the case is for those people, like I said, they often had very painful experiences around anger from a parent mm-hmm. and who had that unhealthy, aggressive, intimidating anger. And, you know, if they were to ever try and speak up, they would have been smashed even more. Right. Like, how dare you talk back to me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing, though, is that a lot of them found the anger of their parents so painful that they vowed that they would never be like that parent. Right. Right. And, and in the process, they kind of vowed away their right to have any anger of their own. Mm-hmm. They're associating anger with that, these painful experiences. So mm-hmm. for them, anger is this horrible emotion. So mm-hmm. I don't want to be like that. So that means I can never be angry. But Healthy anger is what gives us the ability to stand up for ourselves. Right, right. So they they have to learn their own natural responses to a violation and that of anger. Right. And and with my clients, just finding out that there is a healthy form of anger, and it's about Mm -hmm. when things are unfair uh, or crossing a boundary, and it's about standing up for ourselves and and having our own boundary or reinforcing Mm -hmm. the boundary, that's... Starts to that starts the process of realizing, like, oh, yes, I do have a right to that kind of anger. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, you know, mom or dad who screamed at me, but I do have the right to stand up for myself, don't I? I can be assertive. Right. I have the right to be assertive, and that there and there's an anger, a healthy anger that goes with that. So mm-hmm. okay, I'm still uncomfortable with anger, but at least I see a possible path for myself now. Right, right. And I think that's what's important, what you just said. I see a possible path for myself. Yeah. So uh, to finish saying what I was saying about working with healthy anger, so part of it for those who have a hard time expressing any anger is to practice being angry and exaggerating it, mm-hmm. right, in a you know, private setting, not with somebody else, not doing right. it to a person. The other thing that's really important with healthy anger if healthy anger is about taking action. So some, sometimes the action is, is speaking up and setting a boundary. Sometimes the action is, you know, talking something out with somebody. It's, it's mm-hmm. not just saying no necessarily. There may be some more complicated than that. But it's about taking the action of addressing it. It's like, I need mm-hmm. to address this. Sometimes if the thing that, we're, you know, that we think is unfair or unjust is you know, with uh, a company or, an or, or the government or something like that, the action we might take is, is not as personal, but it might be like, in order for me to move with my healthy anger, I may need to file a petition or mm-hmm. protest or whatever. There's some action I need to take 
that's in the action of justice, or making mm-hmm. things fair, that kind of thing. And it's so, and that's empowering for the the person as well. Exactly. Actually, as we practice doing the self-assertive, healthy anger, we feel more and more empowered within ourselves, mm-hmm. which is a great feeling. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, that's healthy anger. Okay. Now, uh, you know, there's if there's the oh, sorry. Actually, there's one more thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. we can do some venting if if the anger is built up. For a lot of people, they'll let it build up way too long. You mm-hmm. know, if you, ideally, you want to act on healthy anger as soon as you start feeling it. But because mm-hmm. it's hard for people, a lot of people will will keep sitting with it, and then it gets builds and gets more and more intense until you do feel kind of like exploding. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, you want to vent that before talking to the person. Right. And a great way to do that is to kind of imagine they're on this big pillow or your you know couch or mattress, and just voice all your anger while kind of hitting the pillow. Mm-hmm. And you're able to release a lot of the excess energy so mm-hmm. that when you're ready to talk to a person, you can just simply say, hey, what you did is not okay with me. I need you to stop, right? Right. It's, sort it's, of uh, um, like um, a, a rehearsal when you want to say, and another thing, you know, <laughs> and to kind of get that out of your system, that right. energy-wise, to be yeah, able to then take uh, empowered action. Right, to t- then take empowered action, exactly. And is that what you mean by healthy venting? So healthy venting is letting off steam. It's, it, there's, people, there's people who very go, to, uh, go to anger very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's like their first emotion. Right. And so they'll, they'll very quickly, you know, some, you know, they have no trouble feeling anger. <laughs> it's not, mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. the opposite case, right? It's like, oh, right. yeah, I feel anger easily. And, and, and so for those people, uh, I'm gonna, about to get into something about them, but if you're somebody who's very quickly goes to anger and something was unfair and unjust, I would really recommend doing some healthy venting before talking to the person because you're probably overcharged already. Right. And when you talk to them, you want to be assertive, not aggressive. Right. And I so think um, the idea of venting before you talk to the person is so valuable because sometimes people feel like it's okay to vent at the other person. And no, it's really not. It's not because it's damaging to your relationship. Right. So it's, it's, you know, it's perfectly fine to say, hey, what you did is not okay with me and have a boundary around it, but you want to still maintain your relationship. Right. And not damage it. not damage it. Yes, exactly. Like them. So, so, the next, so the next thing, for those people who are quick to anger, another form of unhealthy anger is what I call defensive anger. And it's, an, it's a form of anger that we feel it may have some elements of healthy response to unfairness, but lots of times it's not really about that. Mm-hmm. It's something else, and what it is, is it's, I'm getting angry to defend against feeling my vulnerable, vulnerable mm-hmm. feeling. Mm-hmm. So this happens in, in, you know, personal relationships a lot, particularly romantic ones, that we, there's something that our partner did that actually really hurt our feelings. Right. Right. But instead of being willing to feel and express the vulnerable emotions, we will go straight to anger to subconsciously defend against feeling those vulnerable emotions. Mm-hmm. And, and a, a lot of people will, can recognize, maybe just from my description, what I just said, can recognize that, oh, yeah, I do that. 
right? And I, I think in my experience, a, a lot of the, the people who do that uh, often are men. Um, well. Certainly women do it as well, but I think historically men, it's sort of been culturally acceptable for a man to get angry, but not for a man to get hurt, sad, rejected, disappointed, any of those vulnerable emotions. So yeah. sometimes they had a training which says, okay, it's okay to be angry, but it's not okay to cry and be sad. You know, actually, you're right. That's actually a very good point, is that, yeah, culturally it's okay for a man to be angry. It's not okay for him to be vulnerable. So right. there's certainly that category for men, but it's also... Uh, I don't know if you talked about the personality profiles on your show, but not yet. Okay, soon on on April twenty ninth, we're we're going to be talking about the oh, profiles great. with Reese Thomas. Okay, well, there's a there's there's five profiles, and one of those five profiles goes very quickly to anger, and you know, there's I guess at least twenty percent of the population it has that profile, and so uh, those people tend to go there whether men or women. So mm-hmm, women with correct. that profile, again, quick to anger and, and, and quick to go to that defensive anger where they're defending against being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that, first of all, is what's really going on is that you're feeling hurt, right? Right, right. It's not really that you're angry in this sort of healthy, you know, injustice thing, even though there might be a little bit of that there. But what's the bigger thing, the, the greater truth of what's really going on is that you're feeling hurt. Yes. Or scared, even. Mm-hmm. And it's very confusing as a person to be hit with anger when what's really going on is a person was hurt. Right. And it's also very hard to come back together because when we get hit with anger, we, we get defensive. Mm-hmm. And really, if a person's hurt, what they want, uh, you know, deep down, what they're wanting is caring and empathy mm-hmm. and some reassurance comfort. and comfort, right. But how are you going to get that if you're blasting the person with anger? Right, right, right. exactly. So when I work with clients like that, where it's, it's pretty obvious as soon as you start working with somebody, they tend to go straight to anger in that defensive way, is like, okay, I honor this anger here, so let's vent a little bit of that. And then I'll say, all right, and what's underneath the anger? Mm-hmm. So once you've kind of you've gotten in touch with your anger, and ideally if you've vented it, separate from your partner, then ask yourself, okay, what am I feeling under the anger? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and do you use hurt. EFT to help people with this as well, Stefan? Well, I use EFT for everything. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> yeah. their slogan. You can tap on anything. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, when you're venting the anger, you want to use EFT and tap on it. It'll just help mm-hmm. you release the anger so much faster. And I think it also helps because you, you get what bubbles up next more quickly, right. you know. It's so, yeah, not as so you, if you fully release emotion, the one that's underneath it very naturally comes to the surface. Right. But I also just find that if you release, if you reduce the anger enough that it's not overpowering you, if you just ask yourself what's underneath, you'll often get in touch with what it is. And uh-huh. it will often be either hurt or fear. Right, or right. maybe even shame sometimes, but it'll mm-hmm. be a vulnerable feeling. And if you're brave enough to then share that vulnerable feeling with your partner, you're giving your partner an opportunity to really connect with you. Right, and, and I just think that's such, you know, that example that you just gave is such a beautiful connection. That's where the intimacy comes in. That's where the intimacy becomes possible. That's right. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And I think that's, um, that is so powerful when people get to that place and they see, oh, yeah, this is where we want to be. 
this is what we want to be able to achieve for ourselves. And, and I think that that's uh, just a, a really beautiful moment. And um, maybe we can talk some more about that intimacy and communication when we come back from our next break. And we are talking today with my guest, Stefan Gonick, who is helping us demystify the anger issues that many of us struggle with and have been exposed to as kids. So we'll be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Tune in to Embrace Your Inner Self and Empower Yourself with host Sangeeta Patel. This is the show you've been waiting for. It's about moving forward with relationships, money, emotional healing, and meditation. How do you remove energy blockages from your body? You'll learn about this as well as exploring how the yin and yang works to balance your life. Sangeeta and her guests are here to discuss your personal blueprint to a better life. Listen Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking with Stefan Gonick, and he is helping us understand about anger and uh, the various kinds of anger, the healthy and unhealthy angers that people experience. And we were just talking about what's often underneath a type of anger called defensive anger, which is the, the more vulnerable emotions, and how as those are expressed, we have a greater potential for intimacy and connection with the other. That's right. And one last thing I'd like to say about that, actually, as you, as you pointed out the cultural thing about men where it's okay to be angry but not okay to be vulnerable. So if there's any man listening who's identifying with any of that, one of, the things that, one of the things I'd like to point out to you uh, is that it takes a lot of courage to share your vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So part of being, you know, our identity as men is that we're brave. We have courage. Right. We have courage on the battlefield. Well, this is a different kind of courage, which is the courage to go against the cultural conditioning 
mm-hmm. and be vulnerable. It's usually mm-hmm. easier for women to do it unless they're yes. in that 20% thing I mentioned. Right. But uh, it's hard for, it can be very hard for men. So if you have the, the, the courage to be vulnerable, that's, that's very manly of you. you know? It is. That's it is. Very... And it does take a, a real strength to be able to step into that space and, and express those emotions. It, it's not easy yeah. for a lot of men, and it's, it takes a, a lot of strength and courage. That's right, yeah, a lot of strength. That's exactly it. So I'd like to get, you know, since we're in this sort of relational aspect of anger, I'd like to okay. bring up a new topic of anger. Okay. There are times in a relationship where we get angry at a partner. That's something mm-hmm. we, and we feel, you know, like what they do is unfair or whatever. And so here's another version of unhealthy anger. I want to see if anybody can relate to any of this. There's a, there's a kind of anger that I call cold, rejecting anger versus hot, engaging anger. Mm-hmm. So the idea with cold, rejecting anger is that, you know, your partner does something you didn't like, and instead of kind of getting assertively angry in this healthy anger sort of way, which is like, hey, you know, I, that was what you did was not cool, it wasn't okay with me, and we need to talk about this. It, you know, it may not be as simple as I need to stop, but we need to talk about it and work it out. And I'm, so I'm, I'm, I've got what I call hot, engaging anger, right? It's like, mm-hmm. hey, I didn't like what you did. We need to talk about this. And you're, and you're like coming towards the person. Yes, you feel angry. You're not screaming at them, but it's, it's a hotter kind of anger. Mm-hmm. And you're inviting interaction, right? You're inviting, right. let's talk. We need to kind of duke this out, but not really. But, you know, just kind of we, mm-hmm. need, to, we need to work this out. We need to talk yeah. about this. We need to you know? settle this right now. Yeah, we that need to settle this right now. So there's, that's what I call hot engaging anger, which is a good kind if you don't go way overboard with it. Mm-hmm. And then the, but the alternative is this cold rejecting anger, mm-hmm. which, so hot engaging anger is about going for connection. Like I'm bringing mm-hmm. it to you, let's connect. Cold, engaging, uh, cold rejecting anger has the energy of judgment to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it could even have the energy of contempt. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very, it's cold and rejecting. You kind of, there's no heat. You don't, you're mm-hmm. not yelling and screaming. It's more like you look at your partner with disdain. Mm-hmm. It could be purely body language. You look at the person right. with disdain. It's almost like you just, you look at them, you give them that look, mm-hmm. and then you start to, you know, turn to walk away from them. And then over your shoulder, you're kind of saying, you're not okay with me. Right. You know, what you did was unacceptable, and you're not okay with me. Mm-hmm. You are cutting the connection. Right. You're totally dismissing them. It's, right. It's dismissive. It's shaming. It's cutting off the connection. And it's like, you're not in my good graces anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and it leaves the other person, you know, either feeling very hurt and, and maybe even feeling bad about themselves and trying to, you know, come after the, the other person to go, no, 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 wait, come, talk to me. Here, let me make it up mm-hmm. to you. You know, like kind of plead to regain mm-hmm. their good graces. Or they might get furious. <laughs> like, right, right. You know, Don't you dare walk away from me. Exactly. Right? But, so there's this idea of cold, rejecting anger that some people don't even realize they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a certain one of these five personality profiles tends towards this kind of anger. But also it's often the case that people who grow up with that will do it too because that was their model mm-hmm. of anger. Right. And it's very destructive relationally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This cold, rejecting, judgmental mm-hmm. anger. Because if mm-hmm. somebody does something they didn't like, we want to, you know, talk about the behavior and not exactly. the person. 
Right. It's kind of like with parenting. You know, if a kid mm-hmm. does something wrong, you, you want to make the behavior wrong, but you don't want to make the kid wrong. Exactly. You don't want to say, oh, you're a bad boy. You want to say, right. I don't like that behavior. Right, or this behavior is not acceptable. We don't do that mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. You know, no running mm-hmm. through the house. Not, right. you know, what a horrible child you are for running through the house. Right, no shaming. No shaming, right. Cold rejecting anger is analogous to shaming your child, only now you're doing it with your adult partner. Right. So it's it, cold rejecting anger is, about, is making it about the person rather than about the behavior you didn't like. Right. Hot engaging anger is about the behavior. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you did X, that was not cool for me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm upset about this. We need to talk it out. Right. That's an important distinction, I think. It's, yeah, it's hugely important. And the thing I've noticed is that people almost are never aware that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And so it has to be brought to their attention. And, right. then, we, and then they're not, they're not even clear what the alternative is. Mm-hmm. Because it's just so deeply ingrained. And again, like I say, often because a parent did it. And so they just think that's how, that's how you express anger. That's what it is. So, well, and I, I think also because they're not, in their view, they're not doing anything that's overtly harmful. They're not hitting, they're not screaming, they're not throwing things. Then they believe that, well, it's okay. Yeah. And they're, they're not seeing the destructive elements. Yeah, and it usually, I, in my experience, they just don't even see it at all. Mm-hmm. Not even they think it's okay. They just, it's just, there's no awareness around it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of, it's very eye-opening to, when, you, when I talk to somebody who's doing that cold rejecting anger, to point out the effect of it and then also to talk about the alternative and then we'll practice it. Right. If you don't like something I did, bring it to me in an mm-hmm. engaging way. Mm-hmm. And don't make it about me as a person, just, just the behavior. Right. You know, I, when you did X, I really didn't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't okay. And it's that, again, it's that assertive, healthy anger of it wasn't okay. And like I say, it may not be as simple as stop doing that, but, it may, but we, we may have to work it out. But it's still from that place. Right. So that's... Um, it's really the way you hold the, the, the stance. You know, am I, I'm working out or dismiss. Yeah. So it's, it's really about am I engaging in connection or am I cutting off connection? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the, the key element that you want to notice when you're, if, you're, if it's you, right? If you're right. a tendency towards cold, rejecting anger. Um, then I want to do, actually, I'm going to do one really quick, and then we're going to do a okay. really interesting one at the end. Okay. Uh, resentment. A lot of us have experienced resentment. Well, what yeah. is resentment? Resentment is what I call powerless anger. Mm-hmm. So you experience something that was unfair, unjust, or crossing a boundary, but you don't feel able to stand up for yourself, so you then live in a state of resentment. And, and would you call that a chronic problem? It, you know. Well, it tends to be a pattern for people. Yeah. People who yeah. experience a lot of resentment, you know, they may, that if they're not able to stand up for themselves with healthy anger, right, mm-hmm. be assertive, then <clears throat> they tend to experience resentment instead if something persists. So if a situation mm-hmm. is an right. ongoing situation and we feel powerless to do anything about it, then we go to a place of resentment. Right. Now, sometimes that is the true reality. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like there's, I don't know, some law that happened that changed things for you in a bad way that feels really unfair and there's nothing you can do about it mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, there's times when we can all feel resentment because we actually truly are powerless. Right. But, but for people who tend to experience resentment a lot, it's usually not because they're actually powerless but because they feel powerless and don't feel able to, to be assertive. So 
So the solution for them is to learn how to get into healthy anger and learn how to be assertive and stand up for themselves. And then they will be able to take action, and they won't feel powerless anymore, and then they won't feel resentment. They'll just simply feel healthy anger about what happened, and they'll bring it to the person and go, hey, what you did was not okay with me. Mm -hmm. We need need to talk about this. Mm -hmm. So they sort of break that pattern that they've had. Right. So they just break out of the whole resentment pattern altogether. Mm -hmm. Um, Children often experience a lot of resentment because they actually are powerless. You know, that's just the reality. Right. Right. But as an adult, if you feel resentment, you should ask yourself, you know, we, we know when we're feeling resentment, but the thing to do when you notice it is to ask yourself, you know, where could I be standing up for myself here? Mm-hmm. You know, am I truly powerless? Is there something that I could really do? It may be scary for me to do it, but if I see that, you know, okay, what I really need to be doing is saying something to that person, and maybe I'm too scared to, well, maybe I could get some help on that. Mm-hmm. If I know EFT, maybe I can tap on the fear of standing up for myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just if you yeah. notice you're feeling resentment, notice that sense of powerlessness and realize that there's a doorway there. Mm-hmm. And it's usually to be assertive. Right. And, and I think yeah, your example about, you know, using EFT, if you start on the resentment, and then that will just take you right through the steps as you work through it so that you can find that doorway. Yeah, I don't actually usually start with resentment because I don't want to reduce the energy of the resentment. What I want to do is shift it into anger. Well, so, I've, maybe it's just a different experience. I've found that people, it, it's like a step. You know, they start with resentment, and then they get the anger. And it's like, oh, yeah, now uh-huh. I see. Okay, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so anyway, I mean, resentment is an anger experience, but it just feels, you know, kind of a different. Feels like different, a yeah. One. Like a feels powerless anger. That's, right. That's what I call it that. Right, right, right. So uh, the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, a form of stuck anger. I think we're about to hit a break again. Yeah, we just have a, a, a minute or two here. So if you can so, introduce that idea for us before we go to break, that would be terrific. Okay. So, you know, we as we were talking about, EFT is a great way to release anger, right? You, you mm-hmm. kind of feel the anger. You tap while you're feeling it. You may even kind of act it out while you're, you know, kind of express it out loud while you're tapping. And often that clears it pretty quickly mm-hmm. and gets you to a much more, you know, centered, grounded, calmer place, and then you could talk to somebody if you need to and stuff like that. Um, sometimes we were angry about things that happened in the past. Uh, the person may no longer be in our life. The person may no longer even be alive. Mm-hmm. And what happens is for some people is that even when they do all the things you would normally do to release it, like express it uh, in a therapeutic setting while tapping, you know, vent it, and all that stuff, at the end of all that, it's still there. Mm-hmm. It seems to be stuck in our system. And it seems to, for some reason to be impossible to let it go, no matter how much venting and tapping and whatever we do, we continue to feel angry. Mm-hmm. And I kept encountering that, and I discovered that there was a subtle reason for it. And once you identify the subtle reason, you're able to address it at that level, and then you're able to release it. Mm-hmm. And so then that, that block opens up, and they're able to move forward? Yeah. So they get past okay. this stuck place, where they're stuck in a state of anger toward okay. a person about some injustice, right? Okay. Well, I hope that um, when we come back from the break, you'll be willing to share that 
subtle reason with us so that we can all learn how to how to get beyond stuck anger and uh, uh, we're visiting today with Stefan Gonick and he is sharing his wisdom on the many faces of anger with us we're going to go to a quick break and we'll be right back up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy with your financial life or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Are you looking to get unstuck from the rut that has seemingly become your life? Move ahead by tuning in to Psychopedia, life principles to help you get unstuck. Host Dr. Jeffrey Shaw and his guests will help with the encouragement you need to make that forward move. Guests include therapists, financial advisors, and more, as well as shared stories of hope from the listening audience. Psychopedia, life principles to help you get unstuck can be heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We are visiting today with my guest, Stefan Gonick, and he is educating us on the many faces of anger. We were just getting into the idea of stuck anger, and he has some uh, uh, important information to share about that process. And before we get into that, Stefan, I just want to make sure I take a moment to thank you today for your time and your wisdom and sharing this information that's so important with us. Yeah, sure. It's, it's, it's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. And would you please tell uh, my listeners how they can get a hold of you, how they can find you if they want more information or want to work with you? Sure. Um, <clears throat> I have a, a general website for my general practice that is EFT, uh, Edward Frank Tom, dash, alive.com. And I actually have an article uh, about anger on that site. That's the, the last topic, we're going to, the stuck anger thing. Uh, it's called, there's an article called The Dilemma of Letting Go of Anger on the site that's going to talk about this in case we don't have enough time to do it justice. 
Um, so that's my, there's actually a lot of articles, a lot of information on that website. And then my other website is findingtheloveyouwant.com, and that's for people looking for their soulmate. So that was, you know, oriented for that. Or and, and I'm also fond of saying it's not just for people who are looking for their soulmates. It's for people who maybe even they have their soulmate, but they need help in uncovering some of the blocks that are in, interfering with uh, experiencing their best love with their beloved. Yeah, that's so, actually a wonderful point because my, my general specialty area is relationships, whether right. it's finding love or working within an existing relationship, absolutely. Right, right. Thanks for saying that. Okay, great. Um, so you were going to share with us the subtle reason for the stuck anger and yeah. how to break through that. So just to recap, people can vent and vent and vent, and even using EFT to try and clear the anger, and it doesn't clear. It seems to be stuck. And why is that? Well, I found that there's a subtle reason for, for people w- w- that can cause that, and that is that people feel if, if somebody did something to them, um, it could have happened 10 years prior or whatever, uh, that you know, they, they weren't able to do anything about it. It's, long, it's done and gone. But they feel like at a, at a subconscious level, it's their anger that keeps that person accountable for what they did in a sort of uh. cosmic justice sort of way. Mm-hmm. Like if, so there's this feeling, that, well, if I let go of my anger, then it's like that person will have gotten away with it. Right. Or right. It, it's, it's like it, wouldn't, it didn't matter what they did to me. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so there's a feeling that you know, if I stay angry, that's keeping them accountable, mm-hmm. and it, makes it, it, it keeps the, the, the truth that what they did was not okay alive. Right, right. That's right? subtle, but that's really, that's really powerful, isn't it? Yes, it's subtle but very powerful because what ends up happening, of course, is they're living in this state of resentful anger because it's a powerless one, so there's this, but it can be very strong and just eat away at them year after year after year. So it's really greatly hurting them. And of course, it's not doing anything to the other person, right? It's right, not, they don't even know. Actually doing it. Right, they don't even know, or they may be dead. I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've worked with clients where the person they were angry at was dead. Mm-hmm. And yet, when you, you know, as soon as they start talking about this person, what they did to them, it's they, they, they obviously get right. very angry and worked up about it. And yes, it was a bad thing they did, but the anger is hurting them. It's eating away at them. So what we do uh, to finally break free of that stuck place is, uh, you know, I will use EFT and we'll be tapping on uh, even though my anger is keeping this person accountable in a cosmic justice way, mm-hmm. you know, I deeply, profoundly love and accept myself. So we, we tap on the belief itself that I need to keep this anger to keep this person accountable. And the very act of tapping on that belief, uh, for those people who know EFT, helps mm-hmm. release that belief. I and see, it, yeah. Eventually you can shift to that, you know, Cosmic justice is cosmic justice, and the cosmos or God right. or whoever yeah. will take care of this. Right. I don't need to hold on to my anger to keep that person accountable. Right, that's the universe, a good point. Yeah, yeah. the universe like, does it. It's not me. <laughs> right. I mean, God knows, the universe knows. You know, whatever your belief system is, you know, knows that that what this person did was wrong, was horrible, and you don't. We don't need to stay angry to prove to the universe or to keep it alive that what they did was horrible. You know, we can let the universe take care of that. We can let God take care of that. We can let karma take care of that, whatever your belief mm-hmm. is. 
And so if you kind of tap on that belief that I have to keep this anger to keep this person accountable, and as you feel that releasing, you can then start affirming that, you know what, karma will take care of it. God will take care of it. The universe will take care of it. Right. And and my and guess is that at that point, that's what can open up really a, a beautiful healing process to begin. Yes. And usually in the, in the one session. It's like right. a breakthrough. And usually uh-huh. there's this breakthrough for the person... And they're able to finally, for the first time in maybe 20 years, mm-hmm. let go of this anger, and they come to a place of peace. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, yeah. it's quite a yeah, remarkable thing when you, when you do it. Right. It sounds like it. And, and the whole idea, really, is to help people with the healing process, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what yeah. it all came from. Yeah. But I just started, I just noticed I kept, I kept getting clients like that for a while, like in a row. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's so, like, you know, that's what inspired me to write an article about it. And so I could share it with people because it is a subtle thing that I think people tend not to be aware of, even realize that that's what's going on. Right. So, you know, I wanted to help people with that. Right. That, it, it sounds, again, as I, as I listen to what I imagine the healing process um, uh, is like as it opens up. It sounds like it could be really beautiful to to release that belief system. Yeah, and, and then people can begin to see what else is possible for them. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you have shared a lot of really powerful information with us today, Stefan. You know, yeah, just uh, so many. It, it, do you have um, articles on these uh, other types of anger, or do you, I know you have a video? that explores some of these things, do you not? Yeah, so I have two different things for people who want to kind of get a bit more of this. One is the article on specifically that stuck cosmic justice kind of anger we just uh-huh. talked about. So there's on my EFT-Alive.com website, you can see mm-hmm. that article. And then I have a video on YouTube um, that's called Good Anger Versus Bad Anger and Self-Empowerment, mm-hmm. where I talk about Again, what is healthy anger, how to, how to be with it. I also talk about the, that aggressive kind of unhealthy anger. And I also talk about the importance of, of it in our healing. And I mentioned something in that video that we didn't have time to get into today mm-hmm. about uh, how all of our adult life issues have as a, has as an element of it a, a feeling of powerlessness, mm-hmm. how you can address that. So that's all mm-hmm. in my videos. So you can... Mm-hmm. Great. I think there's uh, there's just such a tremendous amount of information that you've made available, and it's all free. If they just go, they can go and read your articles and watch your videos for, for free, correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, great, great. Well, thank you again, Stefan, and um, I hope that uh, my listeners will join me next week when my guest will be Tapping into Wealth and Success Coach Fiona Orr, and she will be sharing her magical manifestation formula to make your life energetic, inspired, and confident. And today, I leave you with the words of an African proverb. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola can be heard each Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. We'll be right back.